0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 275 of At Oz With Wrestling. Joe and Adam here. Adam, hello. How are you? I'm doing fine, other than
1: trying to convince the dog that I'm dog-sitting, that I am not currently talking to him.
0: (laughs) And it's going uh, not too well so far. That's all right. Isn't that the sounds of freedom when there's a dog in the background? I thought that was motorcycles,
1: but, uh, you know, if he throws a fit, I'll say sounds of freedom. I'll co-opt it.
0: All right. That's the thing. When the boys say that on final wrestling place, I never hear the dog or the motorcycles or whatever it is that they're referring to, you know?
1: Uh, I I think it's been a while since I hear it. I, you know, you just, I I don't even think there's a sound anymore. I think he's just, uh, Marcus is playing. He's doing a silly little bit, you know, Mm, mm. you know, those boys over there with their silly little bits.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's, uh, not unlike my favorite bit during the summer months on between the sheets. When Mr. Frosty is literally right outside Bix's window. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Does Bix go out and get a a nice decent treat? No.
1: That's a shame.
0: He tries to ignore it, and Chris sells it. He does the whole, or as much of it as he can, the uh, Eddie Murphy Ice Cream Man bit. Okay. Uh, If you've ever seen Eddie Murphy Delirious, I think that one's on. Yeah. Uh... Just yelling for the ice cream man. And that's what it's, and it's funny because that's the same thing I do when the ice cream man comes to my neighborhood.
1: <laughs> it's the most exercise you get chasing after that van.
0: No, usually, he, and that's the thing is like they, uh, we, uh, okay. So ice cream man. Um, there are times when they it literally parks right outside my window. Okay, and I, I just have to go outside my front door and like take a left and, like, maybe take five steps and the Ice Cream Man's right there, right? Now, again, the hours that the Ice Cream Man would come during the summer, it's usually when I'm working. There had been times in the summer, this past summer, where they would roll down our street on a Sunday night at, like, 9.30 at night.
1: Oh, geez, that's that was what I was going to say. Is it's like we never have to worry about hearing the ice cream truck when we're recording. But if it's that late, you never know.
0: It's only come that late on a Sunday. It's never come that late during the week. Um, but I just jinxed it. So when it hits like May or it starts getting warm outside, uh, if the ice cream man shows up while we're recording, I'm going to no sell it. And then you have to do the ice cream man <laughs> bit.
1: <laughs> All right, cool. I'll message uh Bix and Zellner and ask them exactly what the bid is. <laughs> you
0: just have to yell ice cream!
1: Ice right. cream! Joe, Mom! I wrote I- out seven. some money.
0: <laughs> I've never the once man is coming. What?
1: I've never once excitedly yelled anything into a microphone during these podcasts. So I don't know oh. what you're talking about. <laughs>
0: See you have your priorities. Speaking yeah. of, all, oh, you know what? I'll say we'll save it for the homework. Well, could we save for the homework. We'll save for this. All right. So I need to apologize to you, Adam. uh Oh. Um. It was brought to my attention this past week that when we did, um, you know, a couple weeks ago, obviously it would have been the Starcade and not the night after Nitro but apparently during kevin nash's entrance at starcade where he beats goldberg for the belt the camera l- focuses in longingly on a young lady in the crowd wearing a wolfpack's shirt and holding up a sign for kevin nash
1: see i know where you're a- going with this
0: and it's a pre signed stacy keebler
1: See, I've heard it both ways because I've seen that picture a million times, yes. and that's always been the 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 rumor or the scuttlebutt that that's Stacey Keebler. But I could have swore she said that that wasn't her.
0: It's absolutely her.
1: I mean, it's God in bless her the house. It's where she lived. <laughs> I mean, if there's two people that look like Stacey Keebler, we're doing something right.
0: But like, I could have swore that was debunked. There no there's and there's a Nitro earlier in the year in 98 where they're in the Baltimore DC area where she was definitely spotted in the crowd as well.
1: Okay. I mean I'm glad that it is
0: her. She's got good taste, you know, at least at that time. <laughs> and it's months from now. It's not until like the summer when they do the 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 Nitro Girl challenge thing. Yeah. Where she makes her first op- official debut as, like, a contestant of the Nitro Girl thing, and then wins the Nitro Girl thing. Like, like I make sure to get the Raven stuff and the Jericho stuff, I'm going to make sure that we get that stuff as well.
1: Oh, you're a saint.
0: <laughs> yes, I have it penciled in to make sure that we don't miss it, right?
1: You know, just the right amount of stuff to keep me invested. Exactly.
0: Yeah. So, speaking of which, let's get into, uh, let's get into uh, the show, huh?
1: Let's do it.
2: At odds with wrestling presents this day in wrestling history.
0: I feel like it's been a long time since I've gotten a chance to say this, but Adam, I hope you like clips, motherfucker. I love clips. All right. So on this day in wrestling history, 31 years ago, if you want to feel real old, Adam. It was the first time that we ever heard this. Welcome, everyone, to Monday Night Raw.
3: We are live from New York City. Manhattan City, Ron Vincent along with the macho man, Randy Savage. Bobby Heenan's on the outside. Who's on the inside?
4: Rob Bartlett, that's who.
0: What a down, down All right. <laughs> so, this episode of Monday Night Raw had four matches. It was
1: only an hour, right?
0: An hour long, four matches, one in-ring promo. How many of those four matches can you name? Uh, zero. For <laughs> real? Yeah, I mean, I'm sure
1: it was something like Sh- Shawn Michaels probably wrestled, Undertaker probably wrestled. Like,
0: I, I just don't know who wrestled Okay, in. and you know what? I'll say, you're, de- you're dead nuts on. So
4: if you hung on the great matches, you'll see the Steiner Brothers in tag
3: team action plus a very special interview the
5: great match. I can't wait to see this. Coco Beware versus Yokozuma. You know, the guy's got that diaper thing going right up there in the middle between the dead man's land and no man's land. And... Watch out.
1: Oh, hey, he's so perfect. edgy.
5: I about Yokozuna. That's all I can think about
4: right now. But <laughs> also, <laughs> was Damian Dementor, Ooh. is Damien Demento. my favorite, the Undertaker. Who is who is
0: And Shawn Michaels defending the uh, Intercontinental title against Max Moon. Uh, see, I was going to guess Max Moon just yes. because how many other venues did Max Moon wrestle at, you know? <laughs> and and I, that's one of those things when I, was th- when I was pulling up the notes. You know, I know we're on like the day and dates for the debut of Raw. So those are always going to be in, you know, from here on out. But I like the Damien Demento versus Undertaker match. I knew the Shawn versus Max Moon match. The Yokozuna Coco match, and I'm like, there's a fourth match, and I couldn't what remember what it is, but it's just a random Steiner Brothers squash. It's them against, um, maybe one guy we'll see a little bit later on. I don't know. Fair enough.
1: I, I will say, at the Manhattan Center was one of my original wrestling meccas. Like as a youngster watching Raw, like I was like, I can't imagine a cooler place to go see wrestling. I want. I begged my mom to take me there. Never yeah. happened.
0: Uh, I never got a chance to see a show there either, and I'm kind of bummed about it. You know, it's, it's, it's a lot different now. Um, it would have been cool to go see a Nitro, or Nitro, a Raw there, but, you know. Uh, they, they didn't, they, they ran there for a little bit here in 93, and then they would come back every now and then. Uh, but by the time that we hit, like, June, July, they're running in, like, Poughkeepsie and, like, places like that, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. It just becomes, like, another show. Like, they do, like, the one night live. And they'll tape, like, the next, like, two to three weeks after that. But at least here, it's, like, one week live, one week taped. One week live, one week taped.
1: Yeah. It's an example of a of a televised residency. And maybe we'll talk more about that later.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, the other thing I wanted to mention, I wanted to get that out of the way first. But I also wanted to mention that on this day in wrestling history, in 1991... Uh, At a house show um, that was built up on TV for WCW, that the attraction for this was uh, a match of Lex Luger taking on Mr. Hughes. Again, no big deal there. Paul E. was going to be managing Mr. Hughes. And in Lex Luger's corner was going to be Lawrence Taylor. Okay. So this was Lawrence Taylor's first foray into the world of professional wrestling. Not because, and again, this deal wasn't brokered because him and Pauly were friends on the New York club scene, maybe into the same things.
1: I was going to ask if Lawrence Taylor was paid in cash or something else. Mm -hmm. Cut out the Mm (laughs) middleman.
0: And it's one of those things, like, I remember the televised promos for it because, you know, we had, by this time in 91, I had WCW on both uh, TBS and the there was a Saturday show that was on at, like, 9 o'clock on WWOR, and it would be, like, the New York centralized WCW show, and it would be promos hyping up this house show. So, like, the Lex versus Mr. Hughes match happens, but this is also where Ric Flair, after all the Black Scorpion stuff, beats Sting for the world title. Okay. They should run
1: it back in a couple months on (laughs) pay-per-view.
0: Well, uh, well, again, uh, they we we'll, 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 I don't know. If, I don't think we're going to get there. I don't think the WCW pay per views line up with where we are in the world of uh, wrestling right now. But it's it's a really bad show overall. Um, it's like it, it, there's a match of Eligante, Ricky Morton, and Tommy Rich taking on Bobby Eaton and the Freebirds. Uh, uh,
1: the Gante doing a lot of heavy lifting in that match. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: the Steiner brothers versus the Master Blasters. And, you know, they, they structured a house show here like they would structure like a WWF house show where your main event matches are kind of like intermission-ish, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, the actual main event was a four-minute cage match between Arn Anderson and Barry Windham and Doom. <laughs> WCW
1: setting a precedent that would last into the 2000s of a four-minute main event.
0: Yes, and the Lex Luger, Mr. Hughes match was a battle royal rules singles match. Oh,
1: so toss over the top rope to win? Yes. Oh, <laughs> that—that's uh, you know what? Well, they got to bring that back. That seems like a very easy way to avoid
0: bumps. Yes, for one person, <laughs> you got to take one, right? Well, the the loser does. Yeah. Uh, so, of course, we have our head-to-head Monday Night Raw versus Monday Nitro. And we're going to start with Nitro this week. Um, you know, the main event is starting to get a little suspect. Not that it wasn't suspect to begin with, right? Mm-hmm. Um, You know, but we're going to talk about our favorites, the people that we like. Oh, before we get to that, so this Nitro is the, gi- the giant. I'm sorry? The Giants!
1: Okay, thank you.
0: Last match in WCW, as uh, the NWO, not called Elite, but Elite, blame him, the Giant, for Bischoff losing two weeks prior on Nitro, when Macho Man swerved them. Okay. So, Kevin Nash and the Giant have a match that was titled, For NWO Giant Supremacy. (laughs) All right nash wins and like the entire nwo beat down the giant lay him out spray paint him the whole thing and i'll never forget because this is like i'm dirt sheet adjacent at this time you know like i'm not subscribed to the observer but i'm going to the websites that like lift the stuff from the observer you know sure and it was already known for a while at this point that the giant was going to WWF. it was just a question of when and mm-hmm. at the end of the show, after Nash beats the giant, Bischoff, who's doing commentary, uh, starts saying, like, uh, Kevin Nash is the one true corporate titan and, like, all this other stuff. Because there was rumors that Big Show, again, the giant Big Show, that his name coming into WWF would be Titan.
1: Which would be ten times cooler than the fucking Big Show.
0: Right. Well, if you remember. and He was you know, just Paul
1: White originally.
0: Well, right. It's just Paul White. And then it's the big nasty. And then it's the big show. And, like, they change his name, like, three or four times from the time that he debuts to the time that WrestleMania 15 comes up. Oh, speaking of, no, pay-per-views don't line up. The Raw's line up. Okay, forget about that. But uh, we have to look at our favorites, the guys that we like, over on Nitro. So let's start things off here to see what's going on with, um, well, someone who's Evan. Let's just say, 25 years ago, things were much more favorable for him than they are today.
6: (laughs) Myself, of course, everybody back at the announced position, everybody back in the locker rooms, and all of these fans know what went down between you and Chris Jericho. Obviously, in your mind, a huge injustice.
5: Well, first of all, what an impossible job I got to follow Flair. But let's talk (laughs) about Jericho. Hey, I never cry about losing, but I am going to cry when I'm cheated. Jericho you and Dickerson screwed me and you know you did. How about giving me a rematch?
6: But I don't think he's gonna be uh, too quick to give you a rematch Uh, He he feels like he's dispensed with you and his business with you has concluded. Do I look dispensed? No, you don't look dispensed, but I'm not Chris Jericho Jericho if you're in the back come on out Well, I know he's back there somewhere somebody can make arrangements there he is with that toothless <laughs> wonder. Well, you know, won't we'll take him
5: long to get out of here. Rufus. Oh, Ralphus.
6: <laughs> whatever.
5: All right, I was. I'm fished in, P.S. I was interested in what you had to say. I. I mean, we're standing back here listening to you cry and complain with your fellow bald boy, Gene Mean, about how you were mistreated and how you were lied to and how you were abused. The way that we see it. And the way that it stands in the record books is that Jericho has beaten you twice, fairly and twice? squarely. My hand was <laughs> raised by a WCW official. Perry, I mean, you're out here crying and caterwauling like a 10-year-old adolescent schoolgirl. I mean, you should be wearing a dress. oh <laughs> He should, he should Uh-oh. be wearing a dress, shouldn't he, Ralph? What? okay how about this and see what you think about this i'll give you a rematch to try and come in the ring and get your crazy revenge against me but when i beat you for the third time you have to agree
6: to wear a dress for the rest of your wrestling career p.s now uh, wait a minute Chris Jericho, that's absurd. You've got too much time on your hands. That idle thinking will get you nowhere.
5: Tell you what, Chris, I do a lot of things, but drag isn't one of them.
6: No. Well, I think you got an answer there, Mr. Jericho.
5: Well, do you want a rematch against the greatest showman in WCW? Do you Do you want a rematch Very against so. the leader and the role model for all of the Jericho-holics? If you want it, just agree to wear a nice, frilly little evening gown, my man. I'll be in there, in like Flynn. Boom! Boom! You know what? Boom, boom. I'm so sick of hearing you run your mouth. Fine, that's a stipulation. You bet. If I lose, I'll wear the dress. But okay. there's no way I'm losing. Well, All right. Wait a
6: minute, Perry. Sorry. Hold
5: on, G. Mean. Let me just say this. And when you lose, Perry, you will regret this because a man with your massive manly ego will never, ever be able to handle wearing a dress in the center of the ring because you don't have the personality for it, you don't have the attitude for it, and most importantly
0: attitude? of all,
5: mm-hmm. you don't have the legs for it, daddy-o. Let's go, Ralphus.
6: <laughs> all right. I don't know if that is officially put together, but apparently you went along with it. Well,
5: there's you, no way I'm losing this man.
6: All right, uh, those are the ground rules. Very unusual to say the least. Can you believe it, Tony? If this man loses, he's got to wear a dress. Yeah, I don't I, think so. You I, can.
0: I can. I can believe just about anything on this program. What a what a difference the world makes, huh? <laughs>
1: Yeah, like if Jericho came up last week, we didn't have any clips last week. I was going to ask, like, am I still allowed to pine over 25 years ago, Jericho, as much as I do and try to get unblocked, like knowing just how bad of a couple weeks. I mean, he's had bad, a a bad decade, but it's just been pushed to the forefront in the last couple weeks.
0: So let's say this week, maybe Jericho might get a turn of the barrel to kind of wash some of this away. Uh, this week, we're okay playing a Jericho clip. We'll uh, right. see how <laughs> next week goes.
1: He didn't meet his wife back then, right? Like, it was many years later, I hope. Many
0: years later, yes. All right,
1: that explains some stuff.
0: Well, again, I don't know. Anyway, read Jericho's book. The signs have always been there. <laughs> um, speaking of which, we do get some plot developments with my man Raven, a.k.a. Sad Scotty Flamingo. But, like I said, if I play what happens on Nitro. It's not going to make any sense without playing the clips that happened on Thunder. It would be irresponsible. It would be irresponsible. That's right. So let's, uh, let's go to the first of those uh, two clips.
7: Scotty, we're all here. Why are you so gentle?
0: Oh, uh, I, I did get confirmation uh, from the great Max Power on uh, social media that this is Raven's uh, shoot mother. Oh, OK, cool. Yes, thank you.
5: I'm trying to help him, Mother. You need, need to, Mother. Tired. You need to go back and see Doctor like Latham. But you didn't finish the
4: treatment.
7: You didn't finish the treatment. Doctor
3: Latham is a quack, Mother. Hey, Just baby.
8: A Doctors are no good. Yeah, that's exactly what I want to do. Sit by a dirty, filthy. There I can't drop no out. i no like
3: you. Talk to our guest. Uh, well, where is he going to take you? Oh.
1: That candy you've always got an eye go for the ladies.
3: She can try, Mother. She's the do only do one that he'll listen to. I listen don't to want to see the treatment.
5: I don't want to go back, back to the institution. <laughs> I don't want to talk to you because you're you aggravating You know, it's really not all about what you, what you want? What's it about? What's it's about? It's about us getting, getting you help because obviously you can't do You want to help me? Leave me alone. You don't know what's good for you.
4: You, you don't, don't know what's good quite. for you. It's I know what's good for you. Just listen to him. Uh, He's not making any sense, Chaz. I'm sorry. He's no, not, making it's it's not making any sense.
5: Scotty. Come back here. I'm talking to don't you. Don't call him back. Scotty, come back here, and Scotty, I am talking to you. Let me get you a drink. You've got to
1: come. They've
0: been now. looking slim and trim.
3: Chaz, you
0: always looking me, good
3: a part of the solution. Don't be a part of the problem,
8: okay? I'm not a part of the problem. You are. You are. You're not leaving him alone. He listens to you. And
5: you don't listen to him. There's a major problem here. Don't talk to your mother like that. Grandma. That's no way to talk to your mother.
0: Grandma had her hand pretty high up in his (laughs) thigh. Listen, who could blame her, first of all? (laughs) I know. Second of all, so this is the introduction of Raven's sister Chastity, who was previously uh, on a short stint in ECW. Mm -hmm. And uh, I don't think she did anything else that I can think of that would be notable. (laughs) Nothing that ECW, because they were petty and angry that Raven left, Chastity left, and maybe two or three other people left all around the same time, um, that they were petty and would bring it up on TV, like all the time, and try to get uh, her to lose this job that she got, which again was a really nice plum job. These guys were getting hired uh, during an upcoming spending freeze because they were all um, adjacent to Raven, who is friends with DDP.
1: It's uh, they're like Hogan crony hires, but only for Raven.
0: Yes. Now we're, we're going to be introduced to one of the other characters uh, in the greater extended raven uh universe here right
1: (laughs) raven cinematic universe
0: yes but (laughs) there's the discussion there of the doctor okay now Mm -hmm. this never materializes and it was debunked many years later but there was discussion in the dirt sheets at the time that the doctor was going to come in played by other ecw defector mikey Whiprack. okay And that they were going to do a thing where he was like a Doogie Howser-esque younger doctor. (laughs) That's awesome. Why did they do it? Well, again, it was in the dirt sheets. And then, like, years later, Raven and Mikey and everyone else involved debunked it. But it could just have been one of those things that, like, got pitched. yeah, Never made it past, like, the pitch phase. But somebody stooged it off to the dirt sheets. You know, and that's, that's kind of like how when Candido was first coming into WWF. It made it so far that it was even in the aftermags that Candido's gimmick in WWF was going to be Mighty Mouse.
1: Because Vince loves Mighty
0: Mouse. And it was right. So it's not that Vince loves Mighty Mouse, but Vince loves the idea of a short guy who's really muscled up. Yeah. And that's how Vince explains that to people because Vince's only frame of references are cartoons from the late 50s and early 60s. <laughs> And then that gets lost in translation, right? Yeah. All right. So let's meet some other people in the greater expanded Raven cinematic universe. It's right on the
5: water. Yeah, sounds perfect, Mom. I like that a lot.
4: I would love that. James?
0: Better believe it. I'm (laughs) back. Listen to that voice. (laughs) (laughs) And again, as I pause it, look at the look at Canyon's face. Yeah. No, again, this is a visual clip, but it's worth it. It's worth it.
5: Oh, I had to come over to oh, see you guys. Look oh, how beautiful the sun scene. is today. Isn't it a gorgeous so day out for this time do do of do year do in of December? Hello,
7: Jim. Hello, oh, Canyon.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Front bump from Canyon. just <laughs> <laughs> Hey sis, it's so okay. good to yeah, see you. Oh,
4: Come give us a grandma. Kiss.
7: grandma oh, <laughs>
4: mm. okay. you haven't aged
1: a day oh, okay. since this back. is the a sitcom that should be in a movie. Mom, you are years. looking like yes. a million.
5: Oh, I love
1: Six you. seasons in a movie. Let me go talk to. No,
5: no, no, no. no. No, no. He It's one of those days. Yeah. He wants
1: to be ignored. Okay, so Ignore we've been through this him. before. That's
5: no, all right. James. that's okay. We can sit here yeah, and talk all go. afternoon. Oh, you should see stuff. Kelly. She's now. so big at oh.
3: twelve now. Tyler's already nine. Tyler,
5: <laughs> hundred pounds. Did it again? Yeah. Oh, here we go. You did it again. What
3: about, what
0: about Look look at how good Raven looks there. Chiseled. <laughs> <It's> uh, <laughs> My friend comes oh, over to visit, and you occupy his time.
3: Everything in my life, you do, Mom. Didn't you you take you everything from me. What about me? Didn't you say I you mean, wanted to be
5: alone? I was
3: honoring that request. Yeah, your yeah. honor, it was
5: good for you.
4: No, that's what you said. You okay. to be it it. it. it, it, It's, it's good to be okay. It's going to be okay, I don't want to see what you did.
7: All right, I'll go talk to him. I'll go talk to him. He always listens to me. Give me a couple minutes, guys. You need to
4: hush,
3: Chastity. You don't even know he what he he you're talking about we're trying to help him you don't know how to help
0: him <laughs> all right i think she does but anyway <laughs> so now we're on nitro okay okay so now now this clip will make sense after those things right yeah if i now, just play...
1: i would have been lost otherwise so
0: right yeah that
1: canyon ain't coming around again today is he no
5: you know what i think i think you should
0: Oh come on, Internet! Saturn, you got a short. Hang on. Back in high school, you were the only. Oh, come on, hang on. Do I have to fix I... this? No, we're gonna play it again. Hang on. Yeah, that
5: Canyon ain't coming around again today, is he? No. You know what I think? I think you should ditch him just like you did Saturn. You got a... ditch, Ditch Saturn. What? Huh? <laughs> Scotty, remember back in high school, the only person that ever liked him. Uh, it's your move.
1: Hey, mom,
0: why is this clip not working?
1: Hey, Damn mom, it on this day in WWE, like my high school yearbook,
0: fix your shit
4: out in the box in the garage, Mark. <sighs>
0: It, this is an important one, though.
7: Out in the box in the garage, Mark Scotty's stuff. Put it out there.
6: I told you. Why is you it that. in the garage? This is you.
4: because your grandmother moved in, and I needed the room,
7: Scotty. I told you that. I know. So grandma moved
3: in. But why you did out. you have to take my stuff down? She I could have left my stuff on the walls.
4: The room. Oh,
3: I so guess I it was inappropriate it for Grandma to have my stuff on the wall. Yes. The stuff was all tasteful, Mom. Hmm. Mm. <laughs>
0: well, I know you, Scotty. You don't need to disrespect her like that. Shut up, Jim. <laughs> hey, did you find anything? Just sounds afraid of freedom. find anything? No. Roddy
1: Piper? Nothing. Piper? Piper? Now, Adam, do you remember where all this goes? It goes nowhere. We talked about it before.
0: <laughs> all of it goes nowhere. Yeah. Um, I think they do one more set of skits of the house. Um, the Raven-Piper thing never happens. And then we'll get there when we get there. But then uh, Sandman and Chastity just show up on TV as an act together, as though it's just like, ah, this is just a thing, right? Yeah, that's what it's always been. Um. <laughs> so much time and i've f- completely forgot about the bit in there on the nitro where um sandman mentions to raven that him and uh saturn were friends in high school
1: yep it's all connected
0: it actually ends up getting paid off like 2 months down the road right yeah um but so
1: oh ahead God. of its time all this raven lore yes it's a shame <sighs> You know what, as the former director of WCW Continuity Division, like, exactly. I worked hard on this to have it all get scrapped for nothing.
0: Oh, my goodness. I hope somebody got gets fired over all this, right? Mm. So, again, over on Raw, and again, a couple of these clips. Um, di- so, did we play the debut of Undertaker as corporate, or as a Ministry of Darkness Undertaker with the Midian thing? Did we play that before? Not on here now. All right, so we're gonna play it now. If you remember, two weeks ago Midian showed up. He was told to come to Nitro or to come to Raw. He didn't know why. Last week we saw him in a dungeon, chained up in the bowels of the building. And again, it's Midian, so nobody really cared. Um, <laughs> so let's see uh, how things are going with Midian now.
4: Okay. Uh
3: oh. We've seen that before. That is the... They're the Acolytes.
0: Right, and so the Acolytes now are just with The Undertaker. After the last time they were on TV, they were with The Jackal. The Jackal's gone, by the way.
1: Oh, poor guy.
4: That, that's Dennis Knight. Dennis Knight
3: flanked by The Acolytes. I don't like this. It's, know
0: what to make of this. Hey guys, the druids like where's my spot? Right, there's so there's three, keep in mind, there's three druids completely fully cloaked having difficulty figuring out where they're supposed to stand on the stage. Yeah. What? Uh oh
1: my favorite era of Mark the
0: parents In the street. Is it because he doesn't I mean, wrestle? Is that
3: <laughs> that's him? I don't know. Whether well, that looks like the Undertaker! Is that the is that the Undertaker? And that, that was Paul Bearer bowing down in front of him. The Acolytes are there. Is is this
0: now listen and watch if you
7: can.
3: Oh, like the looks
7: of this. me down in a grave as if it would be my final resting place. <laughs> Filling it with the earth's rotting soil. They tried to destroy me.
1: We should A little bit of a delay on away. the mic there. <laughs> but what is it? Right. What
7: have they really done? The simple minds of mortal men. They've sent me back to the place that is my origin destroy me the more they try the more powerful I've become and now I've risen from my earthy grave and now I will slay the ones I once saved the reckoning is upon us the day that the Ministry of Darkness seizes the land destroys all that you hold dear make playthings of your heroes and devour your innocence. The plague of darkness is coming—an
0: all-encompassing evil, for which there is no escape. Nine thousand laser pointers. No mercy. <laughs> no. He's trying to lip sync this chromo that's being put over the loudspeaker. And in yeah. the future, I will look down upon
7: thee, and I will decide whether you're an agent of darkness. Or are you just mere kindling for my fires? The power of darkness shall be offered only to a chosen few. and those that resist the temptations of my ministry, pain becomes synonymous with punishment. This
1: certainly goes on a while. Oh
0: yes, the, the, the entire clip is like nine lights. minutes long. So we're gonna skip ahead on <laughs> un- bigger rambling on un- bigger rambling. He gets off. He's gonna perform yeah. the ceremony, and I want. So. Oh no, no he's slitting his wrist. No. He's no, he his it. wrist with a ceremonial dagger. Oh my! Oh my gosh! I'm pretty sure this is no longer on the net. What?
1: <laughs> uh, Squeezing it into a cup.
0: What, what, what are we oh, experiencing? Oh, yeah. A lot of blood coming out of that uh, wound. He like
1: <laughs> nicked a vein.
0: <laughs> From this moment
1: <laughs> He started talking a solid 20 seconds no before the last uh, night, You
0: pouring the fake blood into Midian's oh mouth God. who's like super sweaty for some reason
1: the red viscous liquid
0: <laughs> oh he's taking he Midian's clothes off alright I mean wait. <laughs> is he
1: gonna Kali Ma him right now
0: Uh, very natural way to be holding a knife that's like a paint pen (laughs) theater of the mind
1: (laughs) wonder if they had to shake it up backstage first It's a hell of a visual though.
0: I, I and again, listen, with with 2024 20, eyes, this is like all corny and goofy and whatever, right? But at the time, it's like, what the fuck is going on, man, right?
1: Yeah. And again, can you imagine how much cooler this would look if there wasn't a thousand laser pointers on everybody? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think the
0: laser pointers make it cooler, right?
1: It's oh. it tells you what year it was. <laughs>
0: You will know why You are afraid
7: of the dark And you will learn Why
4: oh! Good
1: thing that druid moved Or you might have gotten headfielded there
0: Lightning struck the undertaker's symbol Not a cross And yes. lit it on fire they
1: should have told Mark that if he couldn't memorize the lines and do them live, you're not allowed to do them. You don't need to trim it back. So refresh my memory, was like, was Taker gone for a while, and then this is just his re-debut, or was it's like a slow transition into the ministry?
3: Dennis Knight is, or, or Midian, he's floating, King. What the hell? What the hell is? What the
0: hell is going on? What? So apparently, Cole got a stage direction that Midian was supposed to be levitating, and he, and he wasn't. Um, but yeah, I, thought so, I missed something there. Yeah. So Undertaker had lost the Buried Alive match to uh, Stone Cold last month. Yeah. And this was a way to get him, and he had been nursing some injuries since, like, the summer and stuff, but, like, he was such an over-character, they wanted to keep him on TV in a way, and this was their way to keep him on TV. I don't think Undertaker wrestles, like, a match-match for, like, another, like, month-plus, but with this character, with this new thing, he's on TV every week.
1: Mm Mm-hmm yeah
0: i i like i said
1: i for whatever reason if you the, the all the different versions whether it be american badass or or comedy tour <laughs> undertaker or like old spooky undertaker earned undertaker this is my favorite version i don't know why it's just probably because it's so corny and it's from the height of the
0: attitude era you know we a few weeks later we get them trying to like hand wave all of this um, like an explanation as to like why this is happening mm-hmm. but then they kind of ignore it and they just like keep going forward with like the spookiness right? <laughs> I've always liked spooky stuff you know? Yeah. Well on the same episode of Monday Night Raw where we have that going on we also have this going on.
4: Robert, you're, up.
0: you're
3: up Gilbert!
0: Absolutely. Tony Correa. Listen to the crowd going crazy for it.
1: All those genuine Gilbert teams.
3: King, they're they're chanting Gilbert, but I'm looking at the thousands here at the Compact Center. No one's on their feet, and no one's moving their mouth. What are you trying to say? You hear it, don't you? This is Gilbert! This is the man called Gilbert! Yes! What are you laughing at? Do you not feel the anticipation, the electricity in this sold-out capacity crowd here? Yeah, the electricity's running through it! He must be piping this Gilbert chant through the PA system. And there he is, a
1: man called WCW Gilbert. sucks sign. Close
0: <laughs> right, oh oh, up. A on the WCW Look at
3: that pyro. Oh man, what a pyro show for a man called Gilbert!
1: Except Q Cold, Blue Beanie, and Bob Being led to the ring by the uh, very able
3: Jobs <laughs> This must be his uh, pre-game ritual here, huh? <laughs> I see a guy over there! Chad Gilbert. Watching oh, Yeah, I, I see him too! One guy! <laughs> oh, he's choking on the smoke! <laughs>
0: A little bit. So, I think the crowd, the crowd is stunned. So, uh, that king. first episode of Raw, got a The Look Steiners took Gil on uh, Barry Hardy and Dwayne Gill. Okay. So, like, if you watch that first episode of uh, of Raw, and you're like, okay, see all these people on the show, two of them are going to be on Raw in six years. Which two?
1: Taker and Dwayne Gill. How about exactly, that?
0: Exactly. <laughs>
3: Gilbert is ready for battle Oh, don't tell me he's going to talk Gilbert doesn't want to know Who's next Gilbert wants to know Who's first
0: Yeah Alright, the match itself is inconsequential Luna Vachon comes out and beats the shit out of him Now (laughs) So Um not only is this literally pissing on a dead WCW that would still go on to live for another two, two years, yeah. but lest ye forget, Jericho did this same thing in WCW with the fake Gilbert like four months ago. Yeah. I, I,
1: Vince assumes nobody watches WCW.
0: I guess.
1: Ah, Jericho did it better.
0: <laughs> Jericho did do it better, but... After they give up on the whole Gilbert thing here, uh, they end up, Dwayne Gill ends up defending the, the WWF light heavyweight title on Maryland area indies for like the next like five years.
1: Yeah. Cause they were just pretty much done with the belts, right? WWE. They didn't give a shit anymore.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Now again, enough fun. Undertaker using a fake knife. Uh, Dwayne Gill doing the Gilbert thing. It's time to get into some serious business.
1: Yeah, I want some legitimate athletic competition in my well, wrestling.
0: Well, oh. y- you want legitimate athletic competition, we'll get there. We need to have the training
1: for mm, the legitimate
0: yes. athletic competition first. It doesn't happen overnight, I know.
3: Let's go! I bet you want this! Austin, baby, Austin! That's it, that's it! Vinnie the man! No- Number two! Number two! (sighs) Number two! That's it! Put your hood back on! We'll want you to catch cold out here! You don't! I'm not the one training for the Royal Rumble! You're number two! Number two! You know what that means? Come on! Pick up the pace! Pick up the pace! Let's go! Let's go! Let's go! Come on! Move it up! Royal Royal Rumble! Rumble. You're number two! (laughs) Endurance is the key! Text me if you can! Speed up, driver! Speed up! Speed up! Speed up! Yeah, baby! Come on! Yeah! This is it! This is the stupidest This is one. the moment of truth. This is the stupidest one of them all. No, it's not. I'm the CEO of a Fortune 500 on, That's okay. you're going to chase this is, how, chicken. this is how you used to do it. This is uh, how you build speed. You will beat Austin. You'll be faster than Austin. You need greasy, fast speed. You need to be grease light. grease light! Catch that chicken. Catch it. Catch
0: this is even better than last get one. Get the, <laughs> get the chicken. Come
3: on, that's it. Get it.
0: Make He's going to chase real some proud. rice how next.
3: Do you want? <laughs> bad. How bad? How bad. <laughs> real bad. I can't hear you. It, it is cold. It's freezing. Reason, man. I How do you come through though? good state? Right after training. I knew you'd come through. Something like that. You're crossing me up for dinner, aren't you, huh? I'm not crossing. we think I it's just a bad... You finish up a freaking movie or something? You're going to pay. After all this is over, you're going to pay. Now open the damn door. Hey, whatever. Here's your first run. Here you go, big boy. Wrap it up. Wrap it up. Let's go. Hit it. Hit it. That's it. Beautiful. Boom. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's it. That's it. You own Austin. Come on. You own Austin. You own Austin. Here it comes. Let's well, Night, Austin Evan. doesn't stand that right. chance. Yeah, that's it. Over him. Make it bleed, baby. That's it. Kevin right off in the face. Beautiful, 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 beautiful. Come on, you're not so sore. That's too bad. What do you think Austin's going to do to you? Austin
0: 360? Nothing. He is toast. He is toast. Good night, baby. You're just Forget about you slapping his meat, Vince, huh? <laughs> now, if you, you notice there, Shane is saying that Vince is number two. Obviously, we saw the drawing a couple weeks ago. They pulled the numbers out and Austin got number one. And Vince got number 30. Well, um, before he was ceremoniously taken off TV, and I don't play these clips because he stinks, uh, then-commissioner Shawn Michaels, in his last act of power, changed Vince's number from number 30 to number 2, right?
1: Seems like a nice thing for a nice guy to do.
0: But Vince, in the interest of fairness decided to have this night on raw the first ever royal rumble that any member of the corporation or any member of dx can join and the winner would get number 30 okay so let's take you to the closing moments oh,
3: oh come on wait a minute huh? well triple h was the last participant but but obviously, the, the pass
4: Aaron Hall. Hor- oh, oh. Oh, oh, oh! Yeah, boy! Yeah. <laughs> Look at this! <laughs> oh, he caught the chicken. <laughs> <rice>. <laughs> right. Yeah.
3: Vinnie Mac! That's it! Look how buffed he looks! Look bumped at him! He is in shape! Look at that! Side oh my god! Triple A's. A's. A! That's awesome. awesome. the a piece of Mr. McMahon! Oh. Vinnie Mac's getting here! Look at that! He's bumping! Look at those arms! Oh. Look at that! 21, baby! 21! Shane, what have you put together here? Look at that! Look at that! Oh boy! Well, triple in trouble! Almost! Almost! Here he comes! Mr. McMahon! Oh. <laughs> There goes Boss Man at Charles H. Mr. McMahon is playing corporate rumble. He yeah. called the fast one. Now the number Shane. 30. Mr.
4: McMahon called the fast one. He's no longer, oh, number, no two. No longer number two. Oh. Look at number this.
3: Look at that. Look at that. Oh, look at the
0: bonus! <laughs> oh, yeah. So Wait, a Wait a minute.
4: Wait a minute. The buzzer. It's China. What? It's
0: China. China's a Listen baby. to that pop. Ah.
3: Dx. Wait a minute, she can't be in there! What do you mean? Mr. McMahon is in it! What a, oh oh, no, 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 no! Shane, what's up? Mr. McMahon has yet won! The corporate oh, Rumble! That's it, that's it, come on! Patterson and Briscoe, they learned a lesson, don't worry about it, they can handle this. Perfect! Perfect! Well, Shane, I don't think Mr. McMahon has yet won the Oh yes, Rumble. he has, of course he has! Oh, they're 30, they're China in! No, 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 no! Oh, yeah, Patterson and Briscoe have it under control, believe it. Hey, hey, yo, yo, China! Easy, easy, easy! I'm gonna hit you. <laughs> 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 no, 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 no.
2: Oh, no! Oh.
4: China level, Patterson! China, what the hell,
5: Briscoe! Listen to that, Bob! It's been doing the golf.
3: Oh, no, no, no. I can't, I can't be Oh, China, yes. oh. No. China
4: is number 30. No. And the oh, no. Oh, Mr. McFan has oh, been eliminated by a woman. Austin makes sure that
3: he meets Mr. McMahon first at the Rumble. Austin, you'll pay. All Austin, you're going to at the Rumble. One on one. At the Rumble. I hate him. Mr. McFan. Oh, I hate him.
4: 30,
0: the oh such a great era what a, what a time to be alive for the world wrestling entertainment huh
1: yeah a hundred percent all vince was missing there is a pencil thin handlebar mustache and he would have been perfect
0: <laughs> man i wasn't i wasn't missing that i'll be honest with you
1: yeah
0: um, but yeah, what, and so the pop for China, the pop for Austin, man, like, they were just fired on all cylinders at this time, man. It was some of the best shit around, you know?
1: Even Vince as a heel got a huge pop coming out, like, a oh my Jeff, god, you know?
0: yeah, you know, like, none of it holds up, none of the match quality is good, but, like, it was all about moments, you know, and, like, I think it helped that WCW was so bad at this time, too.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I was still holding on, but it was, like, I was watching both, but uh, WWE was the one you wanted to watch. No, live, like, like I said, you
0: know? I was, I, just like we're doing here, I was taping the show, um, I, I'd have one VCR run into tape Nitro, I'd watch Raw live, and then I'd go back and I'd watch, like, the Jericho segments and the Raven segments, and that was it.
1: Yeah. Oh, good stuff, good stuff.
0: All right. So enough about the future, or about the past. We spent almost an hour talking about it, but I could have talked about it for more, even oh, longer. <laughs> Let's get into what we've watched or want to talk about from the last week of professional wrestling. I had something I wanted to start with, but I know you said something you wanted to kind of lead things off with. So I'll let you yep. go first.
1: I appreciate the opportunity here. Um, Joe, like, obviously AEW been around for about five years now. I think we just had the anniversary, something like that. Correct, Yes. And like a lot of people will debate what the greatest matches over that five year period uh, could be like um, just off the top of my head, like Brody Lee versus Cody Rhodes for the TNT title. That was a banger, like the strap match Um, or like Kenny Omega versus Pac versus OC for the world title when Kenny was the belt collector. Um, That's there. Obviously, Hangman versus Swerve. Another like a recent one could be an all timer for AEW. But, Joe, all of those need to be cast aside because there's a new number one match in AEW history, and that is from this past week's collision, and that is Sky Blue versus Kira Hogan. Oh, my God. <laughs> and I just have to say, Joe, I'm not going to get into great detail. I encourage everybody to go out there and do some tape study on this, but WWE likes to waste a lot of time and effort trying to put together these spectacular entrances at WrestleMania with all these extras and, like, vehicles and tanks and, uh, you know, uh, druids and flames. Uh, AEW really nailed how to do a perfect entrance this past week. And uh, just go go check the footage is all I have to say. But uh, great match. Great match. Probably the best ever. Um,
0: and that's my first talking point. I think uh, some people on the company need to do some double-sided tape study. <laughs> Double sided tape study,
1: perfect. <laughs> uh, so it was like the Zapruder film. I was rewinding
0: oh back,
1: forward, and back, back and to the left.
0: <laughs> I guess, I guess we have all our things. Uh, we all have our things that we like. I guess. I don't know. I, guess, really. so. <laughs> I guess so. I guess so. Yeah.
1: I'm, I, I put watched... all my grease out there in the open. I don't. I'm not. I'm not secretive about it. <laughs> You're uncancelable. Exactly. Can't touch me.
0: Uh, I'll say this. Uh, my I, my thing I'd like to talk about this week uh, first will be from Collision as well, um, and that was the uh, Eddie Kingston versus Trent match, right?
1: Yeah, they fucking beat the shit out of each other. Yeah,
0: and, and that's the thing I like that Eddie kind of brings out in people. Like, um, you know, he he's gonna get you to give it to him really hard, and then he's gonna give it to you. And uh, I, I I it was one of those situations where I'm watching it and I see Eddie pop Trent once, and I'm like. Oh, I think he broke his nose on that one. And then Trent rolls the outside and he moves his hand and he's just pouring blood. I'm like, holy shit. Like, like usually like I get shocked by stuff like that, you know, but uh, that was a wild match. Uh, I know they announced it for Rampage this week as Eddie is going to defend the uh, Continental Crown against Mr. Rampage himself, which feels more like an insult than anything else. But whatever. Uh, Wheeler Yuta. Uh, I'm sure that'll be a good match. Um, I didn't see no spoilers about it. I got my fingers crossed that Wheeler bled a gusher as well, you know? <laughs> yeah. And afterwards you get these, uh, Eddie
1: Kingston promos that are still holding over from like the style from the continental classic where he just puts over being in a war every single time. Yeah. You know, He looks like a major league baseball starting pitcher. He's just got ice packs taped to his arm all over the place. It looks awesome.
0: And then to do media for them being at daily's place this past week, Eddie was on like whatever the local AM morning show is. Okay. Like, chatting up with, like, the like whoever your, you know, bargain basement Ryan, uh, I was going to say Ryan Lecky for us locally, uh, Ryan Seacrest type, you know?
1: Uh-huh.
0: And the guy's like, oh, yeah, that wrestling, what's it like coming off the top rope? And, <laughs> and he's like, oh, I don't usually go off the top rope. And yeah. they mention about the titles that he wins, and, like, hey, you know. Uh, As you do on the AM morning shows on the the local affiliates, you know, Eddie gets to wax poetic about the all Japan triple Crown. you know, normal stuff (laughs) that happens in the world these days, right?
1: Yeah, like, Eddie Kingston doesn't strike me as the person who should be talking to civilians.
0: That's the thing. I think Eddie is the best person because, like... He's, well, he's the charismatic and one. he's real. He, he's, right, charismatic. he's charismatic. And like when they were in the Pacific Northwest last week, Swerve was the one that was doing all the media. I think they're finally finding the right stretch of guys. And I know a lot of people are like, Oh, how come this one's not doing media? Or how come that one's not doing media? I don't know. Because a lot of those people are phonies and would expose your business where yeah. someone like Swerve or Eddie goes out there and they talk and like, even just like talking to the local weatherman, like you could feel the passion that they have for what they do. So, you know, maybe they could stay home and we'll talk about that. Maybe too later. Fair enough. I'm going to kind
1: of trail out of what you just mentioned on one. Like, this isn't a long detailed point, but I just want to say, I love daily's place. Yeah. It's such a treat. Getting to see like them go back there, and like I like the fact that they do it once a year. And I think somebody said in the Discord that they'd like to see them there more often. But it, it's definitely the nostalgia glasses of all the great stuff that happened in Daly's place. You know, whether it be Brody, and I saw the clip uh, of Eddie Kingston's debut. Somebody retweeted earlier today, so I rewatched that promo. Um, just a lot of great stuff happened there. And I think it's just a perfect wrestling venue. And I mentioned the Manhattan center earlier. Like I'd love to go to an AEW show at the Daly's place one day, you know?
0: Yeah, that'd be really cool. I think, uh, I know a lot of people were bitching about the screens and stuff there that it didn't look like the Daly's place of old. Well, when you, when, they, when you spend money on those screens, you, you, use you don't just keep them in the truck, right? Yeah.
1: Well, I mean, early Daly's place had the Cody elevator, And they did, uh, I mentioned before the, the Kenny Omega pack OC match that was on a pay-per-view at dailies and it had this setup only without the screens. I think it was just like banners or signs in the backdrop. So, uh, it's not the first time they've done this layout. It's just the first time they've done this layout with the led screens. I think it looks awesome. Yeah. It's way better than killing the entire like backdrop of the ring with the two different tunnels, you know?
0: Yeah, that's true. I, I, I think, how
1: long, Joe, before we get the nostalgia for the Thunderdome? There's got to be a certain segment of the audience that that was like their introduction to wrestling. So somebody's <sighs> got to be nostalgic
0: for it. I think it's either the WWE 2K21 or 22. They had it as an arena? The, it's like the all the arenas are Thunderdomes. Okay. Yeah. Like no matter like if Raw SmackDown or a pay per view or whatever it is, it's all Thunderdome with the, domes with the screens. And my little nephew has the game, and when I go over, he'll want to play. And it's just still that's weird. Whereas I think Daily's place like is a little bit better because like there was actual people there. Granted, it wasn't yeah. a ton of people, but it was like people.
1: And AEW didn't just take a year of off from storytelling, you yeah. know. But I was just saying, well, I wonder if they they should make a play set of uh the thunderdome you know just a bunch of little stickers on the tvs (laughs) anyways you have anything else joe
0: uh yeah sure why not um so i I don't want to step on your toes with something that you're going to talk about a little bit later on but i mentioned something like this last week and it's two weeks in a row and i just want to mention you know who you know who's a real good guy
2: cody Rhodes.
0: okay so we talked last week about the thing with him buying the WrestleMania tickets for all the uh, uh, the Wrestle Club kids, right? Uh-huh. So again, I still don't have my actual Twitter, so it's difficult rebuilding. Uh, you know the the my Twitter experience on the at odds account, so it's like, oh, I forgot this person, that person, this person, that person, right? So this dude that I've been following for a long time, his name's Danny. He's like his, his Twitter account is just his initials or whatever it is. He's big in the women's wrestling world, um, you know. He's tied into that, and he had tweeted out today as we talked that today is the 10 year anniversary of WWE blowing him off for a contest that he didn't even want to win. It was just I one of those. That. Okay, so it's just one of those things where it was like, oh, it was during tribute to the troops. Um, if you tweet out with this hashtag and we pick you, we'll send you a thing at WWE Dog Tags, right? Mm-hmm. So there's like, oh, you won. Message WWE Community and we'll get your address and everything else like that. Well, that was 10 years ago and they never followed up with them. And today was the 10-year anniversary of that <laughs> happening. So it's like every year he tweets it out. He tweets it out. He didn't tag anybody in it, right? He just tweets it out. Cody finds the tweet, reaches out to the guy, gets him tickets to the next time that Raw is coming to his area in, in Michigan, right? Uh-huh. And the guy said, he goes, there's more that's lined up, but I can't talk about it yet.
2: Oh,
1: okay. So,
0: right. So, like, did Cody need to do that? Right? No. no. But, like, the fact that Cody does stuff like that, like, you know, like, uh, he's not my guy. He seems like he's a really good guy, Cody, Right. <laughs>
1: yeah it makes it understandable while some people are addicted to that narcotic
0: listen i'm not saying i bought a bottle of their narcotic but i think i'm getting like uh, can you get secondhand drunk from the narcotic (laughs) by seeing people have good moments and like there was the other thing over the weekend where like some guy brought a sign to a show saying like cody be my best man and cody found him and he's like Tell me the dates and I'll come to your wedding. And Cody's now that guy's best man at his wedding, right? Oh, Jesus. Right. (laughs) Now, I I, I could be cynical and say, it sounds like a guy who just doesn't want to be home. (laughs) (laughs) Well, he's got a baby. You don't want to be around those (laughs) things. They just shit and
1: fucking cry and the worst.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But I'll just say, Cody is really bringing like an above and beyond sort of fan interaction of people that kind of has been missing uh, in big time wrestling. Right. And Mm. I'm sure it's all corporate write-offs and I'm sure like it's all being foot the bill and you know, whatever it is, but like you can't beat that sort of PR, you know? Yeah. It's kind of like, you know how you'd see with
1: John Cena, when he was active, he was super active with like the make a wish and like, going to, like, hospitals everywhere. And, like, this is kind of Cody's thing, but not, you know, not for the the people that are sick, just general fans, you know, trying to be that popular and outgoing and whatnot.
0: I, I wouldn't be surprised if it's currently going on or we're going to get there in a couple years that Cody's the guy doing the Make-A-Wishes where Cena was.
1: Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. yeah, uh,
0: Good for uh, him. So, again, two weeks in a row. Uh, it's, it's Cody Rhodes. Seems like a nice guy. I don't know why everybody's so mean to him. <laughs>
1: Speaking of nice guys, Joe,
0: (laughs) go ahead and play that
1: jingle. My way, my life. The Lexus King moment of the week. Joe, strap in. This is a a banner week for Lexus King. I feel like he was on 80% of NXT this week. But before we get started... Uh, I, I do have a question or an observation about The rock shitty daughter, and <laughs> she was she was just like another person in like that spooky cult for a long time with like the grizzled young vets and what's that guy that Joe Gacy? Is? Joe Gacy. Like she was just one of them. Last time I paid attention to NXT, and now I'm not going to say she's in a position of authority, but I think she just kind of hangs out outside of Shawn Michaels' office. <laughs> and just relays messages to people as they come up to the office. So that's like her role, and it's probably her ceiling, but NXT, she's just hanging out outside of uh, Shawn Michaels' office this week, and then this happened.
8: Happy to have you well, back. Oh, well, well.
1: That is great. And I'm assuming
5: since no mass visa issues, that means open challenges are back on the table. Am I wrong? I was going to discuss that. you
8: know, Dragon Lee is always ready. Yeah, well, I'm always ready too,
9: amigo. I'm oh. so ready, in fact, I had this contract drafted up. So you don't have to go out there and wait for a challenger. All you gotta do is
3: sign. And
9: that's
3: gonna start tonight. I guess it's a done deal then. Guess so. Well,
5: see you tonight, cabrón. What did you just call me?
9: Don't worry about it. Happy yes, to have
1: well. you back. So uh, before that clip started, basically Dragon Lee said that he he had visa issues, but they're now over. So he's ready to compete and defend his North American title. And as you see, Lexus King shows up with a contract with a giant star on it, challenges for the North American title. Dragon Lee accepts it in a way that's very actionable by saying he's always ready. Uh, There's going to be a certain gimmick attorney that will be notified about that shortly. But we have our main event, Joe. Now. The main event is not the next time you see Lexus, Lexus King. Uh, Oba Femi, that's right, Oba Femi, the, the random NXT name generator came up with Oba Femi, the winner of the men's breakout tournament, is being interviewed. And while he's being interviewed, uh, he they're talking about how uh, the winner of the breakout tournament gets like a money in the bank type contract. A lot of that going around lately. And Lexus King shows up during that. Uh, unfortunately, I do not have the clip for that. But King congratulates Oba for winning, says that Oba is going to make a great world champion. And Lexus King will be a great North American champion. And Lexus, I swear to God, and this pisses me off, says that he's the face of Tuesday nights, Joe. <sighs> the face. The face. So Lexus King walks off a set and Oba Femi is like, oh, so he's wrestling tonight in the main event and kind of does that that WWE trademark thing where you look off into the distance like you're contemplating something. Uh, Stupid as hell. Um, Then unrelated to Lexus King, we had Cora Jade versus Gigi Dolan. Um, Completely unrelated, but uh, a nice little highlight from my NXT viewing tour. But we get finally to the main event, I refused to watch the match. It was like two and a half segments long. But Dr- Dragon Lee wins with some lame ass finisher, don't know the name of. And then afterwards, Oba Femi comes out, cashes in his breakout tournament contract. They call it executing the contract, and he wins the title, stealing. Uh, well, the opportunity wasn't stolen because Lexus lost anyways, clean. Uh, but then Oba Femi goes and steals the spotlight. And sadly, that is a very extended end to Alexis King moment of the week.
3: My way, my
0: life. The Lexus King moment of the week. So there was a, a clip going around of like the closing, like minute of that match. Right. Uh-huh. And everyone was like, man, look at Lexus King cook. He's improved so much at NXT. Right.
1: Yeah. I saw that. It was in our discord. I saw all the comments.
0: He's, He's literally standing still while Dragon Lee does moves around him. And it's not even like he's basing for Dragon Lee. He's just a prop. Yeah. And Lexus King does like a pump handle thing, right? And he's so blown up that he barely gets Dragon Lee up for it. It's fantastic. (laughs) Brian Pillman Jr., Lexus King, is someone who's been wrestling for almost 10 years. I think in another 10 years, he'll be ready for the main roster.
1: Hey, you know what? I mean, Shawn Michaels doing
0: miracles down there. Yeah, he's doing something. He's one of Shawn's kids. (laughs) Good Lord. All right. Um, Hey, last thing. I know Lexus King uh, moment of the week usually wraps things up, but I just want to throw this out there. Um, I don't like the Young Bucks. I don't like seeing them on my TV.
3: Mm
4: -hmm.
0: I understand that, you know, the match with the two of them against Sting and Darby at Sting's last match isn't what I wanted, but apparently if the rumors that are believed it's what sting wanted. Um, I'm sure the match will be fine. It's just that, you know, I, I'm in that rarefied air of people who not only hates the young bucks, but also hates, uh, Voldemort as well. We're back to calling him that now, since I can't talk about him on the show due to my own edict. Right. <laughs> um, yes. you, you know, cause especially in the last year or two, you had to pick one side and I'm like, well, I, I've hated both sides for, like, 15, 20 years now. Fuck all y'all, right? Yeah. Um, again, they look like goofs with their mustaches that it took them two months to grow. <laughs> I'm sure the match will be fine, but they just never have had an emotional connection to me because everything they do is fake and and f- fake, phony and forced. And, you know, when there was, like, weeks and months ago where people were like, oh, well, why aren't the books out doing, like, PR and, you know, appearances? It's because they don't know how to be real people. And mm-hmm. if they showed up on, like, a newscast or a public appearance, it would be weird and awkward, and it would actually probably be worse. Now, granted, I don't think that they're self-aware enough not to put themselves in a situation like that. But I think Tony Khan is, like, smart enough to be like, no, guys, your your skills are better used not interacting with the public.
1: Yeah, you guys are you're you're too big to be you going out there. Yeah, you don't wanna yes, waste your talents on that. Yeah.
0: Right, right. That's the ticket. <laughs> You've paid your
1: dues. You don't need to go out there. Yeah. <sighs> Yay. Sting, <laughs> Darby <laughs> versus the Bucks.
0: I, I have a feeling that match is gonna change. It's not gonna be just a straight up tag match of two versus two. I think it's gonna be more teams or it's gonna be a multi person thing or it's gonna be something. Whatever.
1: Yeah. Spread the, the rub around to a lot of different peoples so that they can all be involved in Sting's last match, you know?
0: Exactly. Exactly. Uh, so, do you uh, have a homework assignment for us? I do, but what are we doing tonight on our Patreon? Oh, that's right. We're watching the uh, taped February 15th, aired February 16th, 2000, episode of WCW Thunder. Uh, if you thought Nitro was the go-home show for uh, Super Brawl. You were correct, but we still have two more hours of TV to fill, so we get this.
1: Okay. It was definitely uh, an hour and 23 minutes of my life. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. But, Joe, you know what is your homework assignment for this week? Hmm. I've decided, based on recent discussions, that there are some people in this world that just have bunnies that are so big that even if they take a bite out of it every single minute of every single day for the rest of their lives, that bunny will still be so big that you can't even fit it through the door. And that is the goddamn rock, the coolest person on the planet. So we are going to start for 2024 watching the film hors d'oeuvres of <laughs> Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Dwayne the Rock Johnson. And your first movie is actually a recent one, Joe. Oh, which I assume you have not seen because of one of the co-stars from 2021 starring Dwayne, the rock Johnson, Gal Gadot, and old double R himself, Ryan Reynolds. We will be watching red notice available on Netflix.
0: Yeah. I was going to say, isn't that a Netflix exclusive? It is. Yeah. So if you have Netflix, you can go watch that. Um, I might have to go sign up for Netflix so I can watch that.
1: Oh, I heard you winking there.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. So I'm assuming you have not seen that. No, I have not seen that. I don't have Netflix no longer. Um, let me hit mute before we start playing this, as long as I don't get popped for some sort of illegal something or other here, right? Yeah. Your internet's doing wonderful today. Yeah, I don't know, man. Uh, this look okay to you?
1: I mean, I'm going to be watching it on Netflix, so I don't
0: know. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, I don't know. It, it exists out there on, um, you know, some other places if you search for it, but I think I might have to go elsewhere. We'll figure out something. We might put a link in the Patreon for you so everyone can get a chance to see it, you know?
1: Absolutely. I mean, they would be deprived to do so,
0: but... Yeah. Uh, I, you know it's funny this this rock guy you don't realize that he's
1: been in a lot of movies Joe.
0: He's been in a couple movies I guess. He's, there's a
1: lot of movies and uh we're going to we're going to watch a couple of them Joe. All right. I,
0: I can't wait.
1: <laughs> I mean Gal Gadot, Ryan Reynolds,
0: all the, the rock, stars are here. All yeah. stars. It, it's
1: it's a tour de force Joe. Now,
0: I will say I actually heard this movie was not bad. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. But, I don't know, That's it's quite the lethal combination of people, is all. <laughs> again,
1: you cannot you cannot possibly buy
0: that much star power. I guess. For a movie that was released
1: on Netflix, I don't know.
0: But, again, these days, there's, like, good movies that get released on, like, your direct-to-streaming or streaming-exclusive sort of things, you know? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And granted, oh. if it was on Tubi, we'd be singing another story, you know? But <laughs> If it was on Tubi,
1: they'd, it would have won a freaking Oscar,
0: you know? Exactly. Uh, All right,
1: that so next, next, week.
0: next week we'll be talking about Red Notice.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: All right. So let's get into some phone calls, eh? Let's do it. All right.
2: Hello, gentlemen. Kevin here. It's uh, going to be a busy weekend. Busy weekend. Doing a road trip. Going to see a friend. Someone you guys might know. The educator. And just hanging out. A lot of wrestling on, on Saturday, too. So just going to have a, a nice uh, four-day weekend from work. Nice little break. A lot of driving, a lot of driving. I got thinking, you know, today I was just kind of trying to get the mood, get psyched up for having a lot of driving ahead of me. And I was blasting music, probably way too loud, singing top of my lungs, all that fun stuff. And I got thinking, guys, what do you like listening to on a, on a road trip? So you're traveling, you want to stay awake, you want to get pumped, you want to just be in the right mood. What music are you blasting through the speakers on your road trip? I may have asked some other people in the soon-to-be network the same question. So just curious, maybe I'll add some to my own playlist here. Um, But you know what I have to listen to first? The brand-new Patreon-exclusive episode later on tonight slash tomorrow morning. talking about WC. W. Thunder from February 16th, 2000. Oh my gosh. What a show. What an episode. What a can't-miss discussion this is going to be. Just sign up for the Patreon. Maybe sign up for some sort of streaming music service to get all the music that will no doubt be discussed onto your own playlist. All right. Have a good night, guys. Talk to you later.
1: Thank you for the plug, Kevin. Um, I don't listen to music unless, like, very seldom do I have music on in a car uh, like when you and I go to like Elvac, I'll have music on, but it'll be low because we'll be like bullshit about wrestling or something like that. Yeah. So it's not as much that I'm listening to wrestling, but that's because I don't put a podcast on if I'm talking to the person that I'm driving with, you know? Uh, but nine times out of 10, like if I, if I going wherever for a long period of time, I'm just listening to podcasts, you know?
0: Yeah. I, I'm the same way. Um, You know, if I'm by myself, going somewhere, podcast. I'm out of the music business. Music has escaped me, unfortunately, and that's okay. I'm an old man. Um, but when I have multiple people, as Adam mentioned, even if it's just one other person, always talking. Um, The one I will mention, and again, you, go, I'll, I'll pick up this name that I'm about to drop. Uh, <laughs> on one of the AIW road trips, uh, it was a van full of people, but the only two people that were awake were me and Brian Myers, and on the road trip home, we listened to the Raven Secrets of the Rings. Okay. And we were <laughs> just, like, commenting and, like, kind of, like, we were doing commentary on what Raven was talking about, you know?
1: Yeah. Well, I remember one time when I was driving back from AIW and I had Ultramantis Black and Big Dan Champion in the car, you know, and I, you know, I was trying <laughs> to think of what we listened to as I was driving them home. Uh,
0: <laughs> I, think, I think Dan made us listen to um, Bruce Springsteen. Probably that that tracks. <laughs> yeah. Now, I, I want to say this, Adam. Now, I always say, in the interest of fairness, I do not listen to calls ahead of time. Okay. Okay. But when people tell me that they're going to call in and then we get like three calls while we're recording, I might look just to see. Right. Yeah. So the next one, two, three, four calls are all related. Right. All right? So, I'm going to play the calls and introduce the people, thank them for calling and then we'll discuss afterwards, right?
1: After the four, alright.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, uh, first call uh, is from friend of the show, longtime listener,
10: uh, he'll introduce himself. Hello, Adam. Hello, Joe. It's the strongest man in all the land. Um, I wish I could be calling on better news, but unfortunately some wild shit has been announced over the Wrestling Twitterverse. And uh, as someone who doesn't give a shit about any wrestling discourse in this time in my life, um, this one changes that because it involves someone that I used to consider a good friend, and that would be Stepsul Sarah. Um, I, I got to tell you, I've read, I read the article, read it a couple times to make sure I had the facts straight, and um, the, the worst part of the whole thing, the worst part of it, is blaming your autism when confronted about just predatory, disgusting behavior. I, I, I know plenty of people through, all throughout life who have autism, and guess what happened? They didn't touch or try to groom or sexually manipulate any kids, okay? I don't care if they almost they just turned 18. They're still in high school. These are still kids. They are not adults. Um... The whole situation is, is just icky. And the fact that I ever once considered this a person I could talk to about anything, and we fell out for numerous reasons, uh, and that's that's not anyone else's business, truthfully. Um, but, yeah, Stepstool Sarah um, is a piece of shit, and I'm, I'm afraid I'm not going to have to say that out loud, and I disavow any association I've ever had with this piece of shit. Um, if you're out there and you know people who are grooming, Um, you should probably speak up because I'm sick of seeing shit like this. Uh, honestly, I really, I'm not making jokes here. Um, it's a real tragedy for everyone involved. I'm glad that St. Louis anarchy took the right steps and got rid of them. Um, that's really all all I got to say, man. You know, there's a lot of people ever since I left wrestling really showing their asses lately. And it's, it's crazy. That's okay. That's all I got. I hope you guys are wonderful. Um, have a great rest of your day and, and show. Thank you for your call, Artie.
0: Uh, next call is from uh, Doxy Stocksy. Oh, wow. Hey,
9: this is uh, Doxy Stocksy calling it. Um, and I just want to talk about them. Uh, first, I want to tell everyone I hope they had a good holiday and new year. Uh, it's a rough time of the year for a lot of people. It's cold, shitty to be financially taxing and emotionally taxing. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it was rough for me. I lost one of my best friends in the form of one of my pets. But, uh, yeah, uh, it's sucks. Anyway, I want to talk about the main uh, discourse of Twitter for the day. Um, and that is, uh, that would be, sorry, School Sarah getting outed for grooming. Um, and then on a lesser note, Caden getting called out for being kind of manipulative and shitty and using people. Um, Angela Slane pretty much called out Joshi pervert salad fingers, that is Caden and uh, it, Steph Stoolfera, uh was shown to be pretty weird and manipulative and shitty too and uh, everyone that tries to act like your friend or seems wholesome or it's just wrestling is for everybody, slash, ooh, small beam, whatever the fuck, is the people that should be lined up uh, against the wall for the firing range. And, uh, yeah, I I win, again, as always, because I'm undefeated and just hate everybody. Therefore, I will always win. And uh, I just want to take a one moment and just laugh about Steph Stool Sarah, because when uh, that fucking idiot bam uh, fake to the sweets about me. Um, steps will almost try to start a dog pile on me, but had to be told several times by several different people that they were clearly fake and she would look like a massive fucking idiot if she tried to dog pile. Anyway, fuck them, fuck them all. Everyone sucks, except me and Joe and them. And, uh, I like listening to, I hope to listen to Ed's really stone calls on this <laughs> episode when it, uh, launches. I'm going to bed soon, because I have to be up at 4 a.m. to do snow removal for a blizzard in a school district. Uh, Everyone have a good time. And for Pod Van Dam, love you. Love the show. Love you long time. Goodbye
0: (laughs) Thank you for the call, Doxy. Uh, Next call is from another uh, name and voice you might recognize. Hey, guys.
9: It's Jonah from Pod Van Dam. (gasps) Remember me? Uh... I just have to ask with all these people getting canceled in independent wrestling today, it really begs the question. What member of IW guide podcast is going to be canceled next? (laughs) Thanks boys. Miss you. Love you. Free Joe
0: Sposto. Bye. (laughs) I know we'll, 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 we'll address everything, but I think uh, Jay gold is next. Oh, see, I disagree. I disagree. All right. And uh, one more uh, call I mentioned before for doing the research in regards to Raven's mom. Uh, but this is Max Power calling in as well.
9: Hey, everybody. This is uh, Max Power calling into the Odds uh, wrestling show with uh, Joe and Adam. And, uh, you know, I just want to comment on the Stepstool Sarah um, incident and just say that I
0: guess that not everything is coming up millhouse. Mm. Have a nice day. Uh, so, uh, again, like I said, a lot of people. Um, in regards to this person's stepstools Sarah, if this feels like it was a bunch of people piling on, you know, these are people that have not been fans of this person for her behavior for a very long time. Uh, she had an incident a few years ago um, where people, and this happens to a lot of people, If you're, if people are looking to get you out of whatever you're in and again, I'll preface this by saying cancelled on Twitter, cancelled in indie wrestling is not cancelled in real life. You know what I mean? It it just isn't, right? Mm -hmm. I don't mean to make light of the situations that happen, but the first time that Sarah got cancelled, quote-unquote, is because people pulled up, like, five- or six-year-old tweets of hers using, like, racial slurs and stuff, but she was quoting song lyrics, but people took them out of context, and they could find whatever they want of anything that you've ever done to attempt to get you cancelled or whatever. Now obviously she worked her way back into the world of independent wrestling as you heard already mentioned as though he had developed a friendship with her and it seems to have gone sour. And you mentioned you heard Doxy say there was an incident that he had that a person who was a web person for current MLW wrestler Akira faked screenshots to try to make it look like Doxie had said a bunch of stuff that was really bad. Mm-hmm. And they were really fake, and Sarah attempted because she had a bone to pick with Doxy because Doxie's a maniac on Twitter. Yeah, he is. Right? And she, uh, you know, as you mentioned, had to be talked off the ledge of these sort of things. But... Um. And then, of course, uh, Doxie had also mentioned about Caden, who is an AIW fan. He had just lost his grandfather recently. They were staples at AIW shows. But he was one of the first people to come out and say, like, hey, Sarah's bad, in a clout sort of way. And then that caused other people to say, like, hey, when this happened to you, and we called you out about it, you either lied to our faces or blocked us, and now here you are chasing clout in this instance, Right. Yeah. So there are shitty people in all walks of life. And and again, I, I, I'll i say this, if this feels like it's piling on Sarah, maybe it is. But I don't know, Adam, if you're familiar with the story that it happened. I, I read the article today, but I, I want to preface and
1: just say uh, I've heard the name Stepstool Sarah. Yeah. Like hundreds of times over the past couple of years, but I have no idea who or what they are, you know, as far as like, I, I didn't know that it was like commentator or wrestler or podcaster. I had no idea. The context it just just shows how little I'm involved in that world. But I did yeah. read the article today, you know, when it came out.
0: Yeah. So again, the article comes out before the article comes out. She had, uh, and again, Sarah, again, pronouns again, I apologize. Sarah used, went and put her account on private and start deleting tweets And it certainly doesn't look great, right? Mm. Um, And obviously, if this was a guy doing this to a girl, I think there would be a lot more outrage. But because it's a girl doing it to a guy, there's a couple people that I actually spoke to that are like, what's the big deal, right? Yeah,
1: it's the old joke about, like, you know, the grade schoolers and the hot female teacher, you know?
0: Yeah, you know, and again... Adam Carolla used to have a joke in his act and say, if what everyone else calls abuse is something that you masturbate about years later, then is it really abuse? (laughs) But again, we're talking about minors, we're talking about 17 years old and 18 years old, you're talking about someone who's in their mid to late 30s, in a position of power, or a position of authority, or a position above this other person, whatever it is. The whole thing is very bad. I hope that Sarah learns their lesson from this, if they didn't learn their lesson from the last time. Some people are just not cut out to be involved with the people that are involved in professional wrestling for whatever reason. It definitely feels like she is one of the, or Sarah is one of those people that shouldn't be because of whatever the triggers it is. And I know that in the article, as already mentioned, they said that... They were doing this because of their autism, which, again, doesn't make any sense to me, but I'm not a doctor. If somebody came to me and said, well, I'm preying on a minor because of my autism, I'd want to see a doctor's note that they, you know what I mean, to see their diagnosis, right? Yeah, like, I'm ignorant
1: of, like, something, so I'm not as quick to fly off the handle, but that just seems not right,
0: not not accurate, you know? All of it sounds wrong. Yeah. Yeah. And kudos to St. Louis Anarchy for policing themselves in regards to a situation like this. Um, I I would like to hope that this was the first instance of it happening, that there weren't other instances that either went under the radar, were ignored, or that they just didn't know about because nobody else spoke up. And... uh, I'm in an interesting spot because I'm tangentially involved in wrestling. I'm barely involved in wrestling these days. You know, I do the LVAC shows more on those later to mention that, but you know, it, speaking out is still a thing just because like we're out of the pandemic and all these people are your friends. You can't look past shitty behavior. Um, you know, I, I hate to say it, you know, and this had come up on the show during all of this, You know, Juan Francisco de Coronado. Johnny was one of my friends. It was somebody that I talked to all the time. And when the allegations came out against him, I went and I didn't believe them at first because Johnny was my friend. And I went and I, I investigated things. I watched the footage that was questioned. I, you know, reached out to him and I reached out to the person who was making these accusations and formed an educated thing, and, and I had said to Johnny, you know, he didn't know how to handle it, and I said, you need to take care of. I go, you're past apologizing to this person. I know you're not that person today. There's nothing you could do to prove that you're not this person because it was something that had happened like seven years prior, but it still happened, and it still happened when this other person was on their underage. I go, you just need to make sure that your family is in order. You know, this unfortunately yeah. is your departure from the world of professional wrestling. And I don't think he took that very well, but that's just the way that it goes. He he wasn't currently that person. He was married and had kids and everything else like that. And I would like to think that he wasn't that person any longer, but we don't talk anymore. And it's probably because of that, right? Yeah. But, you know, and sometimes you need to be the one, you know, if. You don't make a big, and I, I feel comfortable talking about it because it's been like four years now, whatever. Um, but you don't have to be that person to make the big proclamation online or a big giant Facebook post or whatever it is. But at least say something to the person if you have a relationship with a person, friend, mentor. You know, you're in a relationship with them, and information about that comes out about them, and it looks really bad. Say something to them. Don't sweep it under the rug. Let them know how what they did made you feel. Your trust was betrayed or whatever else like that. And hopefully they grow from it. And hopefully you're able to get over of that loss of trust that you had in that person. And hopefully you're able to, you know, because sometimes that fucks you up in like trusting other people, right? And what that one person did to you, either directly or indirectly, can fuck up all your relationships for the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. I hope everyone comes out better from this, whether it be Sarah, whether it be the kid, whether it be people that were friends of either one, hopefully Caden figures out his life and the people that Caden lied to, you know, can not look at all fans in the way that maybe he acted toward them.
4: Mm.
0: Because they're not all that. And not everybody in wrestling is a scumbag. But again, it's wrestling. It attracts scumbags. It's just natural.
1: yeah um and just to kind of wrap things up and bring some levity to it as far as uh jonah's question earlier uh who is the next person on indie wrestling guide to get canceled yes. um you you mentioned jay gold and see jay gold may or may not have killed his first wife and he got away oh. with that so, oh yeah like so if that didn't bring him down nothing will And Marcy's very similar to me where she puts all of her greasiness right out on the open. So like you can't cancel her because like it's just all there. It's not like there's going to be this hidden thing found down the road. Um, So that really brings it down to Jayhawk or Butters. And I honestly think that between the two of them, the one that's most likely to have like a super sketchy past is Charlie Butters. So I think Butters is the next one to get canceled
0: uh not what's his name Stan from Vermont Stan from
1: Burlington uh he, you can't cancel him because you don't know who he is or where he lives some strong
0: gary and san diego vibes there you know yeah but that's just my theory you know okay
1: mm-hmm. Thank
0: you. okay I, i'm just saying if if jay gold killed his first wife and i'll say hey, allegedly
1: he may or may not have there's been rumors and implications yeah
0: i'll say allegedly right yes yeah. yeah you kill once you'll kill again <laughs> all i'm saying
1: <laughs> that's possible. But do you get canceled for murder? That's more
0: of like that's yeah. No, that's uh, like you that's get like a- real canceled. You like go to jail and then. Depending See, on I, what state you're in, you get the death penalty, which is you are canceled. Your <laughs> that's is the dunk. ultimate cancellation. That's the ultimate cancellation. Yes.
1: <laughs> All right. I always figured like cancellation is like, you know, you're you're blacklisted from like your career and like society, but you're not really held accountable in a court of law type of deal.
0: Listen, I know people that were like super ultra mega canceled on social media and they still have their uh, longtime job. Well, I won't say the name of the company, but mm, it kinda <laughs> makes sense that they still have the job anyway.
1: Their longtime job as CEO of World Wrestling Entertainment. <laughs>
0: well, maybe not CEO, but <gasps> Yeah,
1: whatever it was.
0: Yeah. Um but yeah, thank you to all those callers regarding that yep. topic. Thank you. And now it is pink button time. It is time for uh young Ed.
8: Hey Joan Adam, it's Ed. Hey, so I noticed that in the last like month or so, once a week I will have a tweet that gets like over 500 likes, right? And this never used to happen on the T V D account. I had way more followers, right? Uh, and I'm not bragging. I'm saying I have a theory on why this is happening. And it's not that my opinions are getting better um, or I'm getting, like, smarter or anything. It's that wrestling Twitter is getting dumber and worse. So I've seen, like, a smarter uh, person with better takes. Because there's so much shit on this app now. Like, Wrestling Twitter is uh, just overtaken by some of the dumbest fucking creatures imaginable. So, compared to them, I seem like I know what I'm talking about. And that's my theory. What do you guys think? I think the WWE being popular has made wrestling Twitter dumber. I'm just going to go ahead and say it. I think most of these really, really dumb people are giant WWE fans. I think they're all pretty fucking stupid. Uh, so, yeah, let me know your opinion on this. It's very weird. I don't I don't know. It's been a weird month. I, I, I get popular on there. Like, once I don't get it, I don't
1: get it at all. Ooh, my and cheese is done. Here's a microwave VPN. Okay, buddy. Um, I have a theory about this, and I, I just want to say, like, I do agree with Ed that wrestling Twitter is really dumb, especially fans of certain audiences or certain product. Um, but like I thought about this before because all I really do with Twitter is like I'll look at my mentions or DMs or whatever, but like once a day I just go to Ed's Twitter and I just <laughs> scroll his timeline. Because if Ed didn't talk about it, it's not really worth knowing about, in my all opinion. All right. You know, it's like if Ed didn't weigh in on it, did it really happen in the world of, of social media? So like I read all of Ed's like tweets, I might not see all of his like replies, but like I see everything he posts on his main board. And my theory about why Ed's stuff is blowing up so much is like myself who have been on Twitter like for 10 plus years versus this Hayabusa account that's less than a year old. We have similar follower numbers but all of Ed's Hayabusa followers specifically subscribed or followed him because they want to see what he says, you know. It, it, so like that's 500 and something people that are like reading everything he puts out, like they're at the edge of their seat and they're liking and they're retweeting and they're commenting, and it's it's that's why that stuff gets in front of so many eyes. Versus my 500 followers, 485 of them have me muted, <laughs> you know. So like that that's why he's able to get so much done with such a smaller following is that they're they're legitimately 500 or so devoted viewers like I am. That's my theory.
0: I I will agree that wrestling Twitter, especially like, let's say within the last like year, maybe even like the last six months, has gotten exponentially dumber. Yeah, Uh, I I saw uh, come across my timeline today no less than three different accounts that have been started since October of this year that are Pro Bischoff stan accounts. Right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, it's on every
1: side of every argument when it comes to wrestling. Like there's even, you know, we're AEW fans here, uh, but there's there's AEW you know, with 10 numbers at the end that are standing for Tony Khan and whatnot, but good.
0: Right. And and, and listen, I, I like wrestling. There's stuff, you know, it's I watch I I fully admit I watch AEW more because I have a lot more friends there. And I'll tune over to WWE and the stuff that I see that's not LA night related it doesn't really, you know, inspire me. Right. Yeah. And I'll, I'll also say it's uh, to paraphrase, a quote from Jim Cornette before he died because he's dead now. Um, <laughs> well, hopefully. A, co- a conversation that he had with Ole Anderson where Ole Anderson told Jim Cornette that Jim Cornette isn't any less of a dumb fuck but they've let more dumb fucks into the business that by comparison, he looks like less of a dumb fuck.
1: <laughs> and I will just say before we move on to, that, I assume Ed's next call. Uh, I did learn from Ed's Twitter this week that uh, WWE pipes in crowd noise for the entire show just to drown out uh, asshole chance. Yes. That's the, only, that's the only reason I learned that
0: the only reason. yes. The only
1: reason. Yes. <laughs> All
0: right. Next call from Ed.
1: Hey, Joan Animate Ed.
8: Um, it's Thursday. Uh, I know I called in earlier this week, but I genuinely can't remember uh, what for. I uh, smoke a lot of uh, marijuana. Um, but we're like two weeks out from the Royal Rumble, and then that means that the, the Raw after that is like almost a little over two weeks out, too. So like, what are we doing here, boys? We we got some fucking money. What what's going on? Are, are, you, are you gonna are you gonna give me money to watch
1: <laughs> money, Niro? See you, Um, at first, at first, I thought he was trying to remind us about the uh, Royal Rumble opportunity, uh, which obviously we should probably start talking about anyways. Uh but then I forgot that we were supposed to figure out a way to pay him to watch Raw. And does that have to be like the Raw after the Rumble? Was there a timetable
0: on this? I, I think we had discussed it with the Raw after that because that was going to be the most Phil episode of Raw that there would be, mm-hmm. being that Phil is more than likely winning the Royal Rumble. Yeah. And that was where he was going to announce that he was wrestling for not the real title but the fake title at WrestleMania.
1: A man of his convictions, yeah.
0: Right. Um, And I think because Ed loves Phil so much... Phil Voldemort, excuse me. Um, (laughs) Phil loves Voldemort so much that it would be like the most Voldemort that he could watch. And uh, Raw is a long, boring show. But but also, if we're
1: we're paying him for this, why are we trying to make it pleasant by giving him lots of what he wants?
0: Right, but that's the thing. So all these people that are part of the... uh, (laughs) Voldemort-ish yes the the same way Um, but all the people that are part of that are like oh yeah everything's coming up Voldemort it's all so great did you see what Voldemort did on Raw this week no we don't watch that show because it sucks it's like they just live in this world where they're just happy that he's in in the sport of professional wrestling but they don't watch what he does because the show that he's on sucks and he sucks now
1: Joe, as a member of the Voldemort Misha, uh, <laughs> uh, I did watch that Voldemort's uh, Drew Galloway, uh, Drew McIntyre uh, promo. So I, I, my money where my mouth is. I said that I would make it a point to tune in and see when Voldemort like did stuff and watch it. But I didn't yeah. watch the other two hours and 45 minutes of the show.
0: Yet yeah, you, yeah, you talked about Lexus King instead of Voldemort. So that kind well, of shows you... <laughs>
1: Lexus King. I mean, I'm hearing good things about his wrestling ability. I didn't hear mm-hmm. that about Phil of I mean, Voldemort. <laughs>
0: there you go. Thank you. You you call him what you want. I I I'm back to calling him
1: Voldemort. I'm just now. playing along with your bet. Oh. Okay. Um, so I I think that the Ed thing, just because we're we're in a busy season, maybe we put a pin in that. But I definitely think we need to get the uh the at odds Royal Rumble opportunity started because as Ed pointed out, the Rumbles in. 16 days? Something like that.
0: Yeah. Two yeah, weeks the Saturday.
1: 27th, yeah. So, I don't know, I guess we should probably do that again. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, we'll figure out something. Yeah, I mean, I honestly it's like oh, I'm going to say it right now. It was it was 5 bucks a spot and there was a men's and there was a women's. Yeah. And uh, my PayPal still works, so uh, just DM me on Twitter or uh, Instagram or Facebook or whatever. Text me and Let me see, I uh, think I wanna... saw
0: the Google sheet from last year for it too.
1: Yeah. So yeah, no sense like putting a pin in that. Like right now, we got two weeks, we can plug that. Uh, I'm gonna say right now, I want a spot in each one. Right. Uh, would you like to be put down for one, Joe? Uh, I might do two in each one. How about that? <laughs> All right, so they're right there twenty seven spots left, so uh message me when you can. I'm sure uh this this podcast won't even be- like it won't even cool off to be fresh off the the press. I'll already get a message from Marcus so
0: uh-huh.
1: exactly <laughs> ever ultimate opportunist, but yeah, let me know. send me a message. I'll handle all this, and then we'll do a drawing uh on the show before the rumble
0: yeah, and we did get one more call from uh young Ed there oh, three times, yes. Listen, we had a big controversy today on wrestling Twitter, and I don't
8: have a show anymore, so I decided, you know what, I'm going to call in, and I'm going to talk about it, okay? You guys, I think we just need to discuss it, have an open dialogue, and really just talk about what happened today. Robert finally pointed out that Jeff Jarrett wore a QAnon bracelet at that World 10 pay-per-view pre-show. (laughs) <laughs> I thought he was, I thought he was, I didn't say anything, because I couldn't, like, I don't know, I, 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 like, um, I didn't go back and watch it, but for a split
0: second, I was like, is that a fucking Q on his bracelet, and it was, it was a fucking Q, and I told you guys, step here's trash, I was right. Okay, bye. All right, so, I, I, I will say, apparently, I missed this, um, and if Double J is on, I think we might, ha- I, I think I might have to change my whole status on, uh, old <laughs> slap nuts there.
1: I thought you were about to say you're going to change your uh, opinion on QAnon. Like, no, a lot
0: of valid points all of a sudden. (laughs) No. All right. Uh, I I I I have to do a journalism apparently later on when we're done here. Yeah, because that
1: that's that's kind of big, Joe. That's
0: yeah. That's 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 not great, right?
1: Yeah. All right.
0: Um, Oh oh. boy, I'm looking at a picture of it there.
1: Yeah, maybe that's not a Q. Maybe it's it's uh, a circle with. With a a top hat, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah is that maybe it's like a Fitbit type of thing, and that's just the 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 lighter logo on it? I don't know.
0: Yeah. I'm trying to help here, yeah. Joe. I don't got. Now one. I will say, um, this person uh, pointed out that again, maybe, and again, I'm not getting a good look at it because the one that Jeff is wearing is like a silver cue. As opposed to this one that has like a yellow cue on it, um, which is a, su- a pseudoscience. science. Um, I don't know. Well,
1: the the thing that you just had up was that like a a, a fitness band or was it like yeah. one of those quackery yeah. fitness bands with like the magnets and them and stuff? It, it was a fitness band. All right, see, it's not too bad. I think. See, we can wipe this right under the carpet, right under the rug, Joe. You're good. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Uh oh, all right i got i got a lot I, this this ruined my day by the way just so you know oh nice going uh, on, ed yeah
1: i like how he says he used to have a podcast <laughs> we're waiting on that that thanksgiving episode of Hayabusa any day now
0: right a lot so a lot of people are coming out and saying it's this um this um uh hippocrates wellness pseudoscience thing Mm. but, like, the Hippocrates Science thing, like, very clearly has a cube with, like, a cubed thing next to it, and the one that Jeff is wearing here doesn't, I don't know. I I need to do more of a journalism. We might have to cancel everything.
1: (laughs) Well, let's wrap up the show so that we can free you up to do that.
0: All right. We we have, uh, yeah, listen, we can wrap things up here uh, again to... um, is it a short week? I don't know what the hell it is. It's something that ruined my day. Um, so the ESPN Pigskin Pickums ended. I was in twenty third place, and Adam was in fifth. He didn't win. Uh huh. Yeah,
1: I, I just want to say I, I took your advice. I swung for the fences. I made some bold moves to try to get, uh, you know, not only to maintain my position, but I wanted to take first. Uh, and those bold moves didn't win. So uh, Todd, Todd is the finished as the number one host and uh, I'll let him have it. You know, he he needs this more than I do. So there you go. At the end of the day, I won I mean I came in both second place and third place in the fantasy football league. So
0: I don't Oh, you're taking third place.
1: Yes, I'm taking third place. Because two legs didn't
0: want it. So That's not the way it goes. Again, it goes so it would go to whoever was that's no. just you
1: defending Todd. T- we... As co- as commissioner, I've implemented a rule that if uh, somebody does not want their winnings and their placing, uh, I-, I can therefore assign it to anybody, and I assigned it to myself, the second place person.
0: Shameful. Yes. It's like, if there's the Olympics, and it's gold, silver, and bronze, and the person who won bronze gets disqualified, it's not like, oh, well, silver, you get bronze now, too. Whoever Why should we give a medal to somebody to who
1: didn't finish in the top three? That's just that's like a participation trophy.
0: All right,
1: not happening. But anyway, it's good. I
0: don't know what I get for twenty third place, but I'll take it. <laughs> um, uh, obviously, I forget. I, I don't. Um, I you know I feel as though I mentioned it enough that I don't mention it. Uh, IWTV uh, Jerry's Internet Wrestling Emporium. Use the promo code at odds. New subscribers, lets Jerry know that you came to him from us. And if you keep your subscription, we get a little bit of a kickback Um, going forward. You can help us out by making any and all of your purchases through our uh, eBay affiliate link. Uh, When you click on various merchants on the site to make a purchase, this can result in the site earning a commission. Affiliate programs and affiliations include, but are not limited to, the eBay Partner Network. Yeah. Adam got his, uh, his big roll through with that today. You know? Oh God! I don't know where I'm going to spend
1: all of it. <laughs> <laughs> I think I might invest it, let my money work for me.
0: You know? <laughs> oh, definitely. <laughs> um, what else was I going to say? There was something else that I wanted to mention. Uh, obviously, the Patreon, of course. Um, you know, we're recording a show for the Patreon a little bit later on here. Uh, did they delete this? Those rat bastards. Maybe. Yeah, that's what you get for deleting tweets. Um, anyway, so they put it out earlier today, but some of the LVAC shows got stealth announced. Um okay. August 6th, they're back at the Iron Pigs, and July 21st, they're at Mahoning. No Sokol's dates as of yet. Okay. So I'm telling people now, six months in advance, <laughs> Mahoning. Yeah. seven months in advance iron pigs
1: we need to get it so that uh, a certain Ohio indie isn't running the exact same night as Mahoning I think that's that's my plan
0: <laughs> I sent th- I sent the those two dates that I have to thorn and he said he doesn't have those dates locked in yet that's all he said all right we're gonna hold him to it yeah we'll see we'll see what happens uh T public sales going on now 35 percent off uh, anything through our store that's linked up. Uh, over on at oddswrestling.com. is that the website yes it is all right i forget sometimes uh ebay jerry t public yeah other podcasts long box oh heroes. yeah you, you do those you do <laughs> those.
1: yeah long box heroes after dark we need wrestling porch talk viewers choice indie wrestling guide wings on wings hi and final wrestling place i need anabolic steroids from this doctor right now <laughs> anabolic steroids is a logical
5: next step steroids are awesome i don't care what anybody says All right.
0: i'm <laughs> glad to see chicken and rice is taking over the world oh yeah it's the way to go it's all right. more all right. people talking about it more people doing it more yep. people getting it done it's good i'm stuff. glad
1: the stigma of clean living is finally gone
0: exactly
1: all right best part of the show Money, 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 money. Some might cost a little Some might cost a lot But I'm the hundred dollar Vansky And your figures will be bought Ha ha ha
0: Hey, Joe, did you buy anything? Yes, but it was nothing fun. It was all car maintenance-related stuff. Um, I'll just tell this real quick. I was going to tell it on uh, After Dark this week, but we're running long, and I hate when that runs long and it doesn't need to. Um, So, because I work from home, more times than not, like, they say that you're supposed to get your oil change like every 3,000 miles or like a certain date, you know? Uh Uh-huh. And I was like a month past that date, right? So I'm like... Uh, I could probably use an oil change, right?
1: You know, those the the date is like that's that's a wives tale from like car mechanics to get you to come back when you don't need to. Right.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I I remember there was even a time on my previous car when I changed over from like the whatever oil to the synthetic oil. That's how long ago this was. They said like, oh, well, that means you don't have to come back for another 5000 miles. Right. Knowing that, like, by the time that it reached 5000 5000 miles, my car was going to die anyway. Right. Yeah. But I was, like, close. I was, like, 1,000 miles less. And I'm like, eh, whatever. Uh, you know, we're, like, a month and a half over, 1,000 miles less. Let me go take it over. Now, I knew they were going to hit me up for the wipers, right? Because I had passed them the wipers last time, and my wipers were shit. They were falling apart. So I had that penciled in. So they're doing everything, and they're like, eh, your battery looks like it's low, right? You probably can use a new battery. And I remember the last time that I got a battery was pre-pandemic, Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and they say that you're supposed to do it like every three to five years. I don't run my car that much, but we're closing in on five years for the last time that I got a new battery. So I go, uh, what are you gonna whack me for it? And the guy's like 180 bucks plus installation. I'm like, that's a lot of money, right? Let's pass on that. I'm already doing the wipers. So I do the wipers and then like, the next day, my battery, light like, comes on that my battery is low. I'm like, motherfucker, right? They sabotaged you. Well, it definitely needed it. Because, like, I have one of those, because I, I used to, my, the electrical in my old car was so shitty, I had, like, one of those tester things with me. Uh-huh. I put the tester on it. It was running low. So I call my guy, right, my mechanic guy. I go, hey, can I drop the car off? No rush. Whenever you get to it, you get to it. Um, I think it's, I, I go, I think it's the battery, but if it's anything else, just give it a check because the, the light's on. So he had it for two days. And that's one of the things that's good about it is like, I'm in no rush because I work from home. I tell him I'm in no rush, but then like, cause he's a friend, he doesn't bill me sometimes. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I know how much the battery is going to cost <laughs> and I know what he charges people for batteries. He puts the new battery and I picked the car up before we recorded today. And I tell you, I turned that key and, like, it was, like, I was starting, like, an eight-cylinder car the way it vroomed with the new battery in there versus yeah. the way that it had run, like, two days prior, right? And it, it the the
1: problem is, like, your old car it was such a gradual decline in the, the starter performance that you didn't feel it, like, as it yeah. was happening because it would just get a little bit worse every day over the course yes. of years. yeah.
0: Because I was only yeah. taking it out, like, twice a week maybe, maybe once a week to go uptown and get my comics, you know? yeah. Um, so again, whatever the bill on that is going to be, I have that hanging over my head, but like new, it was two wiper blades on the front and the rear wiper blade was like 80 bucks. Yeah. I
1: mean, you can always just take a little piece of the eBay money this, this month and just wow. know,
0: put that towards the car, you know, just a little, I, t- I t- bought my kid a cone at McDonald's with that. So I had to my 50% off coupon. So I wasn't, uh, owing money on it, but there we go.
1: I, I need to get a couple more months so I can buy a pack of smokes with the eBay money. <laughs> um, and you remind me, I, I need to freaking start my Camaro. It's probably been two months since I've started it. So I Yeah, start. you
0: might want to start it and just even move it back and forth a little bit.
1: Yeah, I think now that the snow has melted, uh, weather talk, I, I think I just might uh. Uh, open the garage, stick the ass end out so I don't asphyxiate myself uh, <laughs> and just run it for like a half an hour, maybe later tonight when we're done recording. Yeah. Um, Anyways, I, I bought a couple toys for the first time in a while, um, just because of the, it was stuff that I found in the wild. I'll be very quick. I found the entire Ultimate Series 19, which was uh, Bobby, La- uh, Bobby Lashley and Bianca. I passed on both of them. I'm tempted with Bianca, but I'm like, eh, I'll wait for a clearance sale or like a sale on ringside. But I did pull the trigger on the Kurt Angle. Which is like the Kurt Angle with hair, and like the uh, it's kind of like Alliance era Kurt Angle.
0: Okay,
1: uh, like I, I love that figure; it's awesome. So it's I, I got the Kurt Angle Ultimate, um, and also I have been as, on a search at Targets for some of their most recent exclusives. I found and bought the Target exclusive Ultimate Ultimate, Ultimate Warrior figure with the hot dog tan. Oh the yeah, one, yeah, yeah. The Survivor, er, I'm sorry, SummerSlam ninety one. Uh, warrior, which is awesome, and I also got the Target Legends. Uh, I think series twenty-one, whatever, Young Boy Bad Terry, the uh,
0: the Hulk Hogan. Oh,
1: like the Japan one? No, it's a uh, Hulk Hogan managed by uh, Classy Freddie Blassie. Oh, with, with the blue cape.
0: tights and like the 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 chest hair.
1: Yeah, and the giant cape. Okay, yeah. So the next series of Legends is going to have the Japanese Hogan.
0: Gotcha. I uh, wasn't sure which one it was. Yeah.
1: Which is also one that I kind of want, just because they're such oddball Hogans. Um, yeah. but I definitely wanted the the heel bad Terry, you know. Um uh, and I found that I, I could be tempted to buy the Chase Andre if I ever see it, but I'm not gonna lose any sleep if I don't find it.
0: Andre uh, Chase is a figure? That's awesome.
1: Oh no, wrong, wrong Chase Andre, <laughs> not Andre Chase. <laughs> oh okay. <laughs> We're doing a bit from the Discord, but <laughs> Uh, That's all I got. Like I said, I got those three figures just all in the wild. I don't pay Sucker's Premium for none of them. I'm happy to get a couple wrestling figures for the first time in a little bit. Um, And that is it. And I also, as of 10.01 p.m., I am the last person in the entire soon-to-be-named network Discord. Uh, I still have not received a shipping notification for my bloody Eddie Kingston figure.
0: Listen, I'm just saying... The people who got their shipping notifications lean one way, and you're the only one that doesn't lean that way when it comes to um, thankfulness regarding figures. I, I will. Uh, we just say we like, all got our shipping notifications. Tens? You didn't. Uh, well, one discrepancy there.
1: you'll have to light a candle to to Big <laughs> Daddy Cool next time you need an on sale notification from somebody because I ain't sending you one no more. You're gonna be like that. Okay,
0: I uh, listen. uh, stop stating facts joe all right i will
1: (laughs) yeah yeah but that's all i got joe
0: all right hey thanks everyone for listening thanks everyone for calling in uh first time long times the whole deal thanks uh for hanging in there with us thanks for supporting us thanks for sharing thanks for everything uh for adam this is joe closing out episode 275 of at odds with wrestling everyone be safe out there and enjoy some wrestling